security can really no longer be treated as an, as an afterthought because if you do that, then you're running into a wall so much faster, so much more difficult than uh, the traditional sort of major release kind of software development model because you're, things change so much faster. You have to take security into consideration. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk. leading a panel discussion at the Rugged DevOps Day there on Monday. What's going to be the, the topic? This is about policy, process, and people for DevOps. I've been discussing with the panelists, and, and we decided to focus on sort of the, the people policy process side of how organizations deal with innovation, you know, putting the context of uh, DevOps in there. Now, we have a few panelists on the, on the panel that are more security-focused, so we're going to be looking at security innovation or security impact from DevOps processes, looking at how an organization responds to innovation and how they embrace new technologies, such as you know, technologies typically employed today by DevOps specialists and how an organization embrace, adopt, and scale up with these new technologies and looking at some, you know, people aspect processes and the policies eventually emerge from these practices. You know, it's interesting. I talked with Paula Thrasher, who's on your panel. I talked with her at length yesterday, and one of the things that she was very clear about is the interpersonal aspect of getting these initiatives to push through. If you look at organizations that are uh, fairly successful in adopting DevOps initiatives, you'll see a very close working relationship between the development teams and the operations team. And they work together hand-in-hand with uh, in lots of initiatives. It's not a, a typically a siloed culture that you would see. And when that happens, and then security team as well, and I, I think of security team as a, a part of the um, operations team in an in operational sense. And there's also, obviously, application security, software security that's more in the development arena. When the operations side and the development side work closely together, you'll see that the Along as well as the processes that they kind of adapt and change with each other, and, and that in the end it comes to one plus one that's greater than two. It's interesting. It's when you brought this up, you know, you said developers and, and operations work hand in hand, and then it was almost as an afterthought that you brought security in, and that seems to be the industry in general, doesn't it? Security is almost an afterthought right now. Well, I, I don't mean to, to imply that way. I'm a security person. Um, 
security as part of an operation that has to be a, a integral part, right? It's not a separate part. That's why I say security as part of the op, general ops team, where um, if that happens, then it's not an afterthought. It's not like, you know, the, the developers and ops people already say, okay, we're going to deploy this. We're going to develop it and deploy it. Oh, by the way, uh, security guys, you know, we bring them in for some kind of review. It's not like that. It's Security is part of the operation from the beginning. Um, the minute the organization uh, is considering deploying these new applications, security requirements are being discussed. The uh, runtime dependencies in terms of security is being drafted. All that uh, is part of the process. But I, I agree with you that, you know, largely speaking, in the industry, security is often treated as an afterthought. Uh, and I actually think the the DevOps movement is pushing this uh, to a head in in the sense that security can really no longer be treated as an, as an afterthought because if you do that, then you're running into a wall so much faster, so much more difficult than uh, the traditional sort of major release kind of software development model because you things change so much faster. You have to take security into consideration, and and that is what we're seeing in, in some of our um, uh, decline organizations that we're working with. You know, you and I see each other each year at RSA, and I'm wondering with uh, the one that's coming up now, it's, it looks like it's going to be huge. Is there anything specific that you're looking forward to during the conference? Well, um, my panel on Wednesday is, is another thing in addition to the regular DevOps day that I'm really looking forward to. It. We are discussing encryption, government encryption backdoors and privacy, how the two initiatives could coexist or maybe they're in fundamental conflict that they can no long, uh, never coexist. And I'm bringing a privacy expert, a policymaker, and an encryption expert on the panel. I'm really, really looking forward to um, that lively discussion. You know, you've got another big initiative that's happening, which is the initiative around equal respect. Right. So this is a, an initiative that's been running for a number of years now. We started 2014, I'd say. Uh, a few of us thought that the Bruce Bay problem had gotten to be such a degree that we really need to do something about. So uh, we started this grassroots campaign to campaign against it. So we got RSA conference to agree with at least the vision of our campaign. So they put in, in 2015, they put in a new code of conduct, really, uh, which really discouraged the, uh, the behavior of, uh, uh, of uh, sexually objectifying any gender for uh, marketing commercial games, which we really applauded the conference for. So this year, we're taking the initiative to a, a more a what can we do to promote diversity? What can we do to help young and up-and-coming talent in the industry? So we're putting together a, um, a breakfast Wednesday morning, bringing together women and men executives who are equally supportive of the, the issue to talk about what specifically we can do as um, efforts and or committees to support diversity and bringing more uh, women and, and diverse people into the security industry and potentially 
the entire high-tech industry. You know, I was pleasantly surprised at the immediate response, public response, to your invite to breakfast that morning. You're almost overwhelmed with responses, it looks like. We are. Um, we're capped at 30 because the venue size, and now I'm, I'm <laughs> having to turn people away, which is not something I would like to do. But that's very encouraging. Uh, it says to me that there are a lot of pent-up demand for um, a networking of a networking event as well as a, a platform to discuss uh, this type of issue. So I'm hoping to do a lot more in the future. You and I met years ago when your one of your top initiatives, personal initiatives, was uh, education, technical education and security at the university mm-hmm. level. Are you still following that? Yeah. What's going on with that? Yes, I am. I'm uh, loosely affiliated with um, Carnegie Mellon University, which was you know, my, my first employer after I graduated from uh, my degree. The, um, and I have a lot of friends doing academia, and we talk often about uh, what is the right way for industry to work with academia so that uh, we can nurture this pipeline of new talents coming uh, to commercial companies, to the industry, so that making sure they get the right education um, with the right mix of fundamentals as well as you know, sort of marketable skills that they can use. Uh, and also preparing them for the industry environment where, you know, coming from academia, there may be a few things that are getting used to, such as lack of diversity in certain environments. So we're trying to work on these issues uh, very much in an informal way so far. Uh, and I'm trying to use this equal respect initiative to, to take it uh, potentially in a little bit more structured manner. Also, I, I've been just I've been asked to co-chair this year's Grace Hopper Conference uh, Securing Privacy Trust. So I'll be using that platform as well to really attract young, diverse talent to the conference uh, stage as well as getting the message out. One of the things that OWASP does, which is interesting, is they have some initiatives for training before their events. I'm wondering if that might tie into one of your initiatives where you could align with OWASP in some way and do the type of things that you're talking about pre-conference. I would love to explore that opportunity, Mark. Um, You know, I actually was a keynote speaker for OWASP in 2010 for the U.S. conference. So um, I have a close tie with the organization. I like many of the things OWASP is doing because it's trying to push application security initiatives as opposed to, you know, traditionally the security industry spends a lot on firewalls and IPSs, which are, we know today, not very effective. So I would love to explore more collaboration opportunities with OWASH in the sense of if we can put together training sessions or attract more diverse audience to the event, I would love to, to talk more about that. Well, you know what I'm curious about this year for me and you to tie up the RSA thing is last year at the very end, you and I had a photo shoot with RSAC to see, and it looks like they might use some of the pictures, right? Yeah, they're um, 
So I do the uh, video interview as well, and that interview is already live, and I think they might be using some of the images they captured last year at this year's event. So you might see um, you and me together on the uh, on the big screen. Who knows? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking. Can they get me in my cowboy shirt on the big screen at RSA? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. I think we've got a tremendous DevOps event on Monday, and then the rest of the conference throughout the rest of the week. It's going to be a crazy week. Likewise. I'm I'm very excited and looking forward to seeing you as well. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller, and music provided by the George Cole Quintet. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk.